It's time now for Keeping It 100 with Dory. Sponsored by the Derek Olivier Institute, Keeping It Real with Dory is designed to analyze, discuss, and develop positive outcomes to help stop the violence in the community. Now, let's go to the studios. Here's our show host, Edmund Davis. Parents and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships when you apply. You'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 $2,500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. What's the science class? Let the course begin as every episode is a semester. And thank you for tuning in to Keeping It 100 with Dory on Buffalo Radio, making history one generation at a time here at Arkansas Baptist College. We are broadcasting from ABC in downtown Little Rock's historic Dunbar neighborhood. We are just three lights from the Arkansas State Capitol building, the seat of power in the natural state. Keeping It 100 with Dory comes on every Thursday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Buffalo Radio. We are your newest HBCU radio station 
program in the nation. We are America's only, and I repeat only, radio station for one hour of power that discusses black male murders as they are the number one killer of African-American males ages 1 through 44 in the U.S. And this is homicide. That's right, black fratricide. Podcast us if you missed us. I am your host for this hour where you will be empowered. I am Ed Davis, Assistant Professor of History and Director of the Dory, a.k.a. Derek Olivier Research Institute, where being real is the deal. Now, of course, I know before we get started with our class, we have to give you some mostly positive points. We always have positive facts, empowering truths of the day so we can go out and play. But here we go. We got the uh, situations regarding uh, Dory week or rather, I'm sorry, regarding uh, Derek O week. Okay, I'll be remiss. It's uh, Derek O week here uh, at Arkansas Baptist College. All right. Derek O, which is short for Derek Olivier. Every end of September, this is the second annual Derek O week hosted by Arkansas Baptist College 2021. And so, of course, uh, this program, this channel, this station right here is pretty much the uh, ending of the Derek O week for this year, 2021. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention first and foremost, giving God the honor and glory. My Abba, Abba Father to God and glory for uh, positioning us here to be able to be a blessing in uh, in the midst of what's going on, not just here uh, in America, but all over the world. But uh, God specializes in turning tragedies to triumphs. And so that tragedy was, you know, nine years ago, Derek Olivier lost his life less than a half a block away from where I sit right now. And, uh, you know, He's still with us in spirit, and we still think about him and his family. We keep them in our prayers all the time, and uh, we have a unique relationship, a blessed relationship. And so we're thankful and we're blessed that we keep Jesus Christ at the center of all relationships. And so uh, definitely uh, our hearts are with the uh, Olivier family and, of course, with uh, Arkansas Baptist College's students, those who were immensely affected by that day, and those who still are teaching here with uh, regard to uh, having memories of Derek Olivier. Okay, so that's one of the uh, uh, stories that we're going to talk about today, which is, again, this is the final day of the Derek O. Week here at ABC, here in Little Rock, here in the state of Arkansas, and beyond. So I'm going to have two special guests. It could be more, but two special guests uh, that are going to be coming on after we go on our first little uh, break or maybe before the first break, we're going to have uh, Mrs. Alma Olivier. That's right, the one and only Mrs. Mama Alma Olivier. Of course, also in Derek's uh, big brother, Antoine Prince. He's going to be on as well a little bit later here. But I want to talk about a few more things before we get started. And uh, I've got some Dory data, the most recent Dory data. But before we even go into the Dory data, I must give a shout out to the Arkansas Baptist College family for being in place all week, whether it was uh, Monday, Tuesday, yesterday, today, all the Buffaloes, the whole entire herd was in place. So again, first and foremost, we uh, thank God for aligning things up the way that they happen. Sometimes uh, it doesn't go the way that you planned it, but it still gives God the glory. And so we're we're grateful, uh, you know, to that. I want to thank uh, my awesome wife for being there every step of the way. 
She wasn't behind me or in front of me. She was right next to me, y'all. That's right. Okay, so thank you, baby, for helping me out along this whole process. We thank the Arkansas Baptist College Board of Trustees. We thank uh, ABC President Dr. Carlos Clark for giving the green light for all of these activities. Uh, we thank uh, former president, uh, Coach Hill. We thank Dr. Hill for, for his role of uh, playing. And of course, uh, we thank uh, all the faculty and staff. We thank Coach Bailey, Coach Richard Wilson, and uh, the coaching staff in general for having all of you uh, student athletes in place. We also wanna say thank you to the faculty and staff and uh, to the actual board of directors, rather the advisory board of directors for the Derek Olivier Research Institute's advisory board, which is uh, consisted of a few people. So they know who they are to the entire board. I don't wanna miss anyone, so I'm just gonna shout out the entire advisory board and to our leadership team. We thank uh, Mr. Brian Miller. Uh, we thank Dr. Uh, Joanne Scales and Dr. Vicki Williams. Uh, they are essential components to the success, not just of Dory, uh, but of the school and community. So we thank all those persons there. We also want to thank our ex-felon. That's right, our ex-felon advisory board. These young men, they're old, they're old as me. I'm talking about young men, y'all. Look at that. Uh, we, we thank them for being in position uh, to uh, change the community's condition. That's right. So we thank uh, Turtle. That's right, Antoine Jones. We thank uh, Mr. Charles, Charlie Mac Benson, who's back from France. We know he has an awesome family here and abroad in uh, Paris. We thank Charles Newsom, AKA Charlie Rock. And uh, we thank uh, others, Larry Fruellen Jr. And of course, uh, we thank um, just their families as well because it's a support system behind the scenes. We thank uh, their loved ones as well uh, moving forward. So um, this is something that's special. Is dear to my heart, and uh, we're talking about black fratricides. We're talking about what happened to Mr. Olivier. We're talking about what happens 20 to 25 times a day here in America, which, if you use the terminology, it does qualify, and it is a crisis. We're talking about the uh, killings of African-American males. We know killing of anyone is bad, but no one, and I repeat, no group of people in this country are killed at the rate, at the propensity that African-American males are in this country. Okay, and so of course we just see it, but we become desensitized to it. So uh, this is a wake-up call. We open up the smelling sauce. So we definitely want to uh, bring this awareness to your attention, but also seek solutions. And so part of the Derrick week, uh, this whole week, I believe it was um, yesterday and the day before that, we have solution seekers in position, again, to change the mental uh, condition of people. That way we can uh, make better decisions. You know, a lot of times, you know, we always think life is about what happens to you. That's erroneous thinking. Life is not always what happens to you. It's how you respond to things that happen to you. So you can respond responsibly or you can respond irresponsibly. And so that's what we do uh, as men and women, but I'm speaking on behalf of African-American males at Arkansas Baptist College. Remember y'all, if you're listening, this is the only college in America, and I'll say it real slow, I'll let it marinate. This is the only institution in higher education. There's 4,000 plus colleges and universities in, the, in this great country, but this is the only one that's a co-ed school at a co-ed 
okay that's both genders okay both genders you have nearly 70 percent of the african-american male body or excuse me out of the student population are african-american males okay so i'll say it again if you're just tuning in this is the only school in the country not famu not howard university not usc not penn state not Hendricks College, not the University of Oregon, the Mighty Ducks, not Notre Dame. No, it's Arkansas Baptist College, ABC, here in Little Rock, Arkansas, is the only school in the country that has the majority of students are African-American males. So we have this unique demographic here. We try to make the best of it. We try to service our students of any color, of any gender. But again, we're talking about homicides. Yes, we have Caucasian students here. Yes, we have Caucasian European American male students here. Yes, we have uh, female students here, okay? Caucasian males are not dying 6,000 a year due to murders. African American women, the most smartest group of people in this country, hallelujah, are black women. They're the most agreed in this country. All right. And these are facts. But again, they're not dying at the rate that African-American males are. So, again, this is why we here at Arkansas Baptist College, we here with the Buffalo Radio and its program in particular, keeping it 100. That's what we're doing. We're keeping it 100. We're telling you these facts, these truths about the condition of African-American males and how to remit, how to, you know, slow down, how to abolish, if you will, if possible at all. We know it's, it's going to take God to do that, but we have to get behind him. We have to become in line with God, and it takes unity, okay? We can't wait for Superman. We can't wait for Aquaman. We can't wait for Batman. We can't wait for blank man, okay? We can't wait for uh, any man, but we can wait, and we will wait for the God-man. And that's Jesus Christ. So again, it takes a community and it takes unity for us to become one and to get this done. All right. We did it with Black Wall Street. Just think about that before we switch over. Just think about that. There wasn't just one Black Wall Street in America 100 years ago. There were at least 50 economically flourishing communities, not neighborhoods, communities where African-Americans flourished with no help at all. Uh, they didn't even ask for help. They were 10 years removed from uh, being enslaved, if you will. Okay, so these U.S. citizens who were formerly enslaved built Wall Street-level economies all over the country. In the South and the North, they did it without local municipalities. They did it without county seats. They did it without state governments. They did it without federal government. The Fed didn't put that together. It was African-American communities led by African-American males and their wives and their children and their families. That's what it's going to take once we get behind the Lord and do that. It has to be uh, that way. It has to be with the church. That's important. Okay. This will not go down without the church. Just like you see pictures between 1940 and 1970, those civil rights marchers, you know, I have a dream, all that, 
guess what? Those were church men and women. All right. So again, this is a calling for all Arkansas HBCUs. Philander, Shorter, UAPB, here at ABC. And PWIs. We can't do this. And there has never been anything successful, okay, from a large standpoint, policy-wise, without our Caucasian brothers and sisters that were in with this whole paradigm shift, whether it's civil rights or human rights, women's rights, Chicanos, Chicanos rights. But in this case, we're talking about just life, living African-American males. We have to stop the bleeding. We have to slow it down. We have to mitigate it. Okay, and it takes black men first. You have to be appointed, but it's more important to be anointed. Okay, so we can't do that without getting behind uh, God first, listening to that still, small, quiet voice, and, uh, you know, getting that together. All right, so we definitely want to uh, let you all know that. And uh, we're going to go ahead and make a phone call. This is one of the most uh, happiest phone calls that one, a person can make. Uh, there, there's always two sides to a story, really three sides to a story. Your side, my side, then there's the truth. So, of course, you've heard that Davis. Now we're going to hear Mrs. Alma and, of course, her son, Antoine, and uh, any other member of the uh, Olivier family. Just stay tuned. We're going to hear from them here in a second on Keeping It 100 with Dory. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College Today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College Today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships when you apply. You'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio.
Welcome back to ABC's Buffalo Radio, and the show here is called Keeping It 100 with Dory. For those who are first-time listeners, this is Dory, the Derek Olivier Research Institute at Arkansas Baptist College. Of course, we're, uh, we do more than a little bit. We'll just leave it at that. So, of course, my name is Edmund Davis. I'm the host of Keeping It 100, and uh, we we're capping off a stellar weekend. This is the second annual Derek O Week here at Arkansas Baptist College, hosted by Arkansas Baptist College. So we thank everyone who can hear my voice. We also thank every student that attends Arkansas Baptist College. We thank the faculty and the staff, the coaches, our college president, Dr. Clark. We thank the board of trustees. We thank Coach Hill. Uh, We thank the Dunbar uh, community where Arkansas Baptist College is located. We thank Shorter College for for showing up. Uh, We also thank... uh, individuals from the other two HBCUs as well, Philander and also UAPB, for um, at least partaking uh, by that mean just being in present time of the uh, presentations, whether it was last night or the night before last. But um, on the phone right now, and I've got to take my breath real fast, <sighs> because I'm just, you know, she, she's like a second, a third mom to me. On the phone right now, ladies and gentlemen, I have the one and only Mother Mrs. Alma Olivier, she is on the line right now. Of course, we all know the story about what happened to Derek, which we will talk about. But again, she has given more life to this college. Mr. Joseph Olivier, of course, their son and their whole family has given more life to this college the last nine years than you would think. And then, of course, we're so grateful to God for them. We're praying with them. We are mourning with them. We are celebrating with them. And uh, we're going to still seek solutions with the Olivier family. Okay, and other families as well. So if you're listening and you lost a son or a daughter to senseless violence, to violence in general, whether it's with guns or cars, what have you, we're here for you. We're going to be praying with you and we're going to be seeking solutions together. But first, we have to get behind God and show unity and, of course, be able to communicate and cooperate and uh, move forward in this process. So, Mama Alma, how you doing? I'm doing good. All right. All right. Well, it's an honor to have you here on this line, this is uh, special to, to, to Buffalo Radio Station. It's special to me as your adopted son. It's, it's special to the Arkansas Baptist College family. You know, it, it's bittersweet, if you will, you know, but at the same time, we know uh, that Derek lives through this conversation. We know that Derek lives through what goes down at every graduation at ABC. We know that we have a, not just a building in his name. We know that we don't just have a parking lot in his name. Okay, that's, that's, you know, a work in progress. But at the same time, it's not about uh, the radio station. It's not about the buildings or the parking lots. It's about the life that he lived. It's about the love that you and uh, Papa Joe have demonstrated through him. And now he reciprocated it back towards his teammates and towards the college family here. It's about his lasting uh, memory that is embedded in uh, thousands, okay, of students of course, via football, they're down there in South Louisiana or right here in central Arkansas, you know, in the city of Little Rock. You know, many more people around the country know of your son uh, now than they ever have before. And we're grateful to God that, you know, he keeps that uh, ball moving forward. And uh, I try to tell people, you know, it, it's a somber but sweet note because, you know, when you hear Derek's name, it's always something positive. It, you know, it brings light to people. And it makes you think before you do. 
and it makes us think about, you know, how he spread so much love when he was here. It's about how he got that love from you and his dad and his brother and his family. And of course, how y'all reciprocate that back to when students came down to uh, to visit you uh, before COVID hit. And so, uh, but but enough about me talking. The America wants to hear what you have to say as the mother of our buffalo with wings, Mr. Derek Olivier. Tell us about your awesome son. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. I have my other awesome son also on the line, Antoine, uh, Derek's brother. Um, and Derek was a beautiful, wonderful person. He was an easygoing person. He would help anyone he can. And that's what's so special about Derek. He was just that type of person. Um, Antoine took Derek not as a brother, mm -hmm. but as his own son. Yes. So uh, he was loved by everyone, everybody, the neighborhood, mm -hmm. uh, all the little towns around, everybody loved Derek. He was wow. very special to everybody. And and we're going to include Big Brother Antoine in the conversation. But and my and my question goes to you too, uh, Antoine. You know, we want you to, to to give your interpretation of of your little brother. You know, he was almost like a, another son to you because of the age difference. But definitely, um, you know what happened and what's going on now, and and in fact, what will happen uh, if the Lord says the same. You know, tell us about how you saw and how you see Derek right now. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, like my mom said, we were 14 years apart, so he was like my son. Um, everybody loved him. He was a really, really funny guy that loved to have fun. So that's why everybody loved him. Um, he would help anybody. And um, his loss was tragic to our family, to our community. But um, the way you guys have been representing Derek and fighting to find solutions to black-on-black -black violence is amazing, and I applaud the effort that you guys have been putting into it. Well, thank you for your for your remarks, and uh, this can't this can't happen without the green light from your dad, you, sir, Mama Alma, the entire family, you know, to to be able to position us where we can honor him any and all ways that we can and just to help other families avoid what you're going through, what you've been through and, and what in the future. We know there's, you can't put a time limit on grief. You can't put a time limit on these things, and I couldn't possibly understand. You know, some people can think they can understand, but you can't until you've actually lived through it. So, I, I, you know, it's unfathomable. And... Uh, we just want to let you all know that we're here. I'm committed. I'm grateful that God has positioned people in my life here at the college that's also committed. I've seen the fruits of their labor. And you could tell a person by their fruit. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some ripe fruit here at ABC and uh, in the community as well. But, you know, definitely... Um, Mama Alma, this, this question's for you. And uh, okay. tell us 
and, and again, it's for Antoine too, but we want to hear from the matriarch first. We want to hear from you first about when Derek's childhood, just growing up, you know, compared to before he came to Arkansas Baptist College, his high school years. So compare his, his childhood years to his high school years. Just to give the backdrop to the listeners who are listening right now, this is Buffalo Radio's Keeping It 100 with Dory. This is your host, Edmund Davis, and I have on the other line Mama Alma Olivier, the mother to the awesome person here at Arkansas Baptist College that was shot and killed nine years ago in two days, Derek Olivier. So, Miss Alma, give us just a backdrop of Derek and how he was growing up. Uh, when Derek was uh, a little boy, Derek always liked to uh, play. He would always like to joke, but his biggest thing was sports. He uh, went on, started in peewee football, and it just took off from that to middle school football. He went to high school, played football. He ran track. He also played basketball. And that was something he loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Twine would come on a weekend. One of his friends way from Texas would come way down here. And Twine would get in the yard with him, him and Warren, and work him to death. We thought he was going to kill my <laughs> child. But he would, he would work out. He would run around the block with a 50-pound weight jacket on. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he would ride horses. He would pick fruits of the tree and would go around the neighborhood on a horse and bring fruits to all the elderly people in the neighborhood. And that's why he was so loved. Uh, he would love to play jokes on his dad and him and Antoine would always get into it, wrestling and mm-hmm. one hollering, Mama, stop Derek. Derek, Mama, that's not me, that's Antoine. I mean, he was just loved. Wow. And he always did tell Antoine, he said, boy, you'll never be like me. He said, I'm a beast. I'm a beast. <laughs> but he was more focused on uh, playing football, going to college, and his dream was to become, to play in the NFL one day. Mm-hmm. That was his dream. Mm-hmm. And we all know he would have made it. Wow. And if that didn't work, his next thing was he wanted to work in criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. Criminal justice was his, was his area, huh? Yes. Okay. So yes. C.J. Major, he would have been in. Of course, the school also uh, posthumously awarded him his bachelor's degree uh, several years ago, correct? Yes, they did. And that was well-deserved because we know uh, unequivocally he would have been on that track to graduate on time, if not early, uh, with the background that the Olivier family has. Y'all ain't playing when it comes to academics. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, everywhere he went to football, uh, his dad and I would go, but his brother Antoine was right there with him. Yes. He wouldn't miss a game. Yes. And so. So we do, we do miss that. We do miss that. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask this question. This, this wasn't part of my script, but um, he wanted to go to the NFL. What was his favorite NFL team besides the Saints? <laughs> 
Tennessee Titans. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, does he remember when uh, Steve McNair played for the Titans? Did, did he go back that far? I know Antoine did. Uh, you don't have to ask Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> so Antoine? You like the Titans? Yeah, I'm here. Yes, he loved the Titans and Eddie George and Steve McNair. He thought was the world. Okay. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's one of those situations where I remember when Steve McNair, and you may uh, remember too, Antoine, when, when he played for, uh, I believe, Alcorn State back in the early 90s. You know, he was uh, on my radar before I got the Gremlin. I saw him at the, uh, it was one game where he played on NBC. It wasn't the Bayou Classic, it was another game. But I saw Steve McNair play versus Gremlin, and, and that changed my mind. But uh, that was something just real good to talk about. But we're going to go on our first commercial break, okay? We're going to take our first commercial break on Keeping It 100 with Dory, and we'll be right back. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships. When you apply, you'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 $500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. Welcome back to Keeping It 100 with Dory on Buffalo Radio, where being real is the deal. And I'm having a real conversation with the mother, okay, with the mother of the late, great D. 
Derek Olivier and his brother Antoine. So it brings me honor to welcome them uh, back to uh, Buffalo Radio's Keeping It 100, where we keep it real. And so my question goes back, and this is for you, uh, brother Antoine. It's been 3,288 days since that tragic day. And in that time frame, we've had a number of other Derek Olivier's. You know, we know there's only one D.O. from South Louisiana that played at Arkansas Baptist College that you knew. You can't replace him. However, there are several uh, thousand other young African-American males that have uh, lost their lives to uh, gun violence, to homicides. And 95% of them were killed by guys that look like uh, us or them. And so what do you think about when I give you that number or when I give you that data? Because I'm thankful that I'm still sensitive to it. I'm not desensitized, but it seems like a lot of us are desensitized. Give me your thoughts on that, Antoine. I think Antoine is taking a break. He's taking a How break. Are you? Is this is this Papa Joe? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm I'm doing better now, Papa Joe. I I'm honored to have you on the call, ladies and gentlemen, all across the country, from L.A. to Philly, from Louisiana to 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 uh, St. Louis. This is Joseph Olivier, the patriarch, the father, the dad, the husband. Okay, to Mama Alma Olivier. He's also Derek's. Uh, dad so we want to welcome him to the show and that question I have for your other son Antoine is of course the same question we have 3,288 days since uh, Derek was in that parking lot that's now called the Derek lot that's Derek that's Derek's lot we're going he lost his life there but we're going to give we're going to give it life we're going to give that life back so definitely uh what do you think about all these other young african-american males it's a health crisis it's down there as well in south louisiana but particularly in, in baton rouge and in uh, new orleans so what is the community saying of course there are other Derek olivier's out there in terms of losing their lives so so what is the conversation down there not just about Derek, but just about other people as well as lost their lives well good afternoon everybody uh well, really, there's no conversation. There's just, there's just eye contact, you know, and you can see it in their eyes, what they want to ask you, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know what they're saying, you know. But anyway, getting back to what was the problem, uh, you know, I, I grew up believing in HBCUs, you know. I, I, I never went to HBCU. I did go to college, not directly out of high school, graduated in 1973, and I went to college like three years later. And I did walk on and did make the football team, mm-hmm. okay? And my son, you know, that's, he was just an idol of me and Antoine and a lot of the fellas in the neighborhood. He just loved, he never wanted to play PB football with me, you know, because he said I used to yell at him, you know? Mm-hmm. But guess what? You have to yell at him to get their attention, you know? That's just the way we are. And uh, like I said, I, I believe in HBCUs, and I'm so proud that he did go to Arkansas Baptist and HBCU. I just wish that most of the most of the young black men out there would take life serious, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know if I can say this, but you know, killing sucks, man. You right. know, they, could, they every day, it, it's it's all over the news nationwide. Right. You know, let's let's grab a hold of this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, this week was like one of the one of the most drastic weeks for me and my family. I want to thank y'all, man. Y'all just y'all just it was like we won the Super Bowl here in South Louisiana in my home. In my house, you know, we yes, barbecuing today, you know, and just me and my wife and Antoine is on the road. And well, we do have Felicia also, you know, she's, she's the daughter, mm-hmm. but I'm, I didn't want to say much today and I don't want to say much anyway, but thank you all very much. I, I, you know, it was, it was either college or the army. That's what I told him out of high school. You got yes, a choice, Derek. College or the high school. And just like I can remember what he said. He said, Daddy, I'm not going to the army and let nobody shoot at me. Mm. Wow. That that, mm. that that speaks that speaks in volumes to me. I've I've heard that before. Coach Hill mentioned it last night and uh you know, it, that's forever in my psych, in my psych, in my memory, and in, in my mental capacity. And so, uh, you know, in our heart and our thoughts and our prayers will forever be with you, Mr. Olivier. And definitely uh, we're going to still find ways to turn a tragedy into a triumph. Uh, you know, God, that's what he specializes in. Not us. We, 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 we can't specialize in that. We, we can try, but... You know, your your son's life has brought a lot of people together. I'm talking to people now I didn't know even lived because of what happened to Derek. I'm I'm speaking with people. I'm in circles now because of what happened at 1600 Bishop on the 27th of September 2012. That changed the college's history. It changed the memory of a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep on that path that narrow path to righteousness not the wide path to destruction we're going to try to save as many uh, people as we can uh, getting behind God and of course having common sense principles but at the same time and, and the speaker who spoke during our panel discussion last night you know she talked about this and I know this is a sensitive topic she said the whole no snitching or not giving up information about somebody. And I was talking to a, a former gangbanger just several hours ago. And, uh, you know, we, we came to a mutual agreement about, you know, if officers, if law enforcement, Leo's law enforcement officers, if they're providing a platform for you to give information to help solve a crime, especially a homicide. I'm not talking about no five dollar bag of weed or you know somebody taking a snickers bar you know we're talking about people losing lives and changing you know lives and and destroying lives and uh causing trauma we know drama causes trauma and so we talked about this last night and today about how officers should have some type of package deal in place where yes they provide protection you're secure if you do decide to uh you know, give information on somebody that did something egregious as a as homicide. You know, should be some protective factors in place for that person that reveal the information. 
you know, she was saying, one of the speakers last night, Papa Joe, was saying how she served uh, some serious time, federal time. She's out. You know, she's doing good things in the neighborhood. But she knows somebody that was in jail that's looking for somebody outside of jail. And uh, the conversation kind of, you know, flirted around the area of uh, 30 years where somebody just has has been on the run because they know who, who snitched on them. And so they had no protection is what I'm saying. They didn't provide any kind of protection. So I hadn't really thought about that until it was, you know, provided last night. And then it it was mentioned again today about if someone knows of anything, make sure there should be some type of principle or policy or procedure in place to where y'all are protected. You're giving up information. We need to know this stuff if it's going to help solve crimes. What do you think about that? I think that's a good idea. Uh, I really feel what people don't understand, taking innocent people's lives, um, someone should step up and and say something. I mean, I'm more than sure if you would go to a police and talk to the police, I mean, I'm more than sure they would work with you and the police would try to maybe try to see if they can solve this or get to the bottom of, of the case, you know? I mean... I feel in my heart, if I knew somebody did something or killed somebody, I mean, I'm going to let the police, I'm going to let somebody know, yes. you know, because I don't want my conscience bothering me. Yes. And like my grandmother always did say, you let your conscience be your guide. Yes. You know, what goes around comes around. But I'm all just sure the police would sit down and would, would talk to somebody and try to come to an agreement, you know, uh, of incident that happens, you mm-hmm. know, to innocent people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just that, I don't know, maybe everybody's not like me, but I was taught to tell the truth, not to lie, or mm-hmm. not to stitch on nobody, but the truth is the truth. Yes. You yeah. know, I mean, put yourself in our situation. What, the guy who did kill our son, what if it was his child? that somebody accidentally killed and shot. How would he feel? How would, I mean, I'm more than sure he was, he should have a conscience. Or somebody that saw it was a witness should have a conscience to step up and say, I need to do the right thing. I need to tell. Mama Alma, you know, if, I mean, if, he, if he's listening right now, what would your family, what would you say if the killer, if the assailant is listening right now, you have this shot to tell him something that's on your heart. What would you tell this person right now? First of all, I would tell him I forgive him. I would forgive him. Second of all, I would tell him, put yourself in our situation. What if it was your child? How would you feel? And if you have a heart and a conscience, why you just don't turn yourself in, you know? And, and make it easy on yourself instead of running, running, running. Because one day, what's done in the dark shall come to the light. So I, I would tell him, I'll forgive him. But he needs to come forward and let him know that he was the one did it. He didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. So clear yourself, clear your conscience, clear your heart. That's what I would tell him. Okay. And I'm moving to 
the person have a child or some kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just sit back and wonder how would you feel if it was your child. Right. And we know we, we consider that person part of the 2%. And that's the 2%. African-American males are nearly or about 50% of the homicides that they've caused and that they are part of the homicide conglomerate. Yet at the same time, Mama Alma, there's 330 million people in this country, African-American males, three on this call, myself, your son, and your husband, we're only 6.6% of the U.S. population. Yet out of that 6.6%, the 2% of us that are causing all these murders that are somehow making bail and going out and doing the same thing again, that somehow have held neighborhoods hostage because people subculturally uh, have allegiance to a, to, a, to a code and they don't want to talk about who did it. Then these folks go out and kill more people. And so definitely I'm totally against that. I do understand. I don't agree, but I do understand why, uh, you know, certain people, whether it's that old lady who lives by herself and they saw her looking and she won't say anything. And of course, you know, we know, like you said, you know, you call a spade a spade. Hey, you see something. Exactly. We, have, we have to we have to find ways to, to legally uh, tell the truth or using godly wisdom to to communicate that to the proper authorities that are God fearing authorities, not some some dirty cops that don't care nothing about, uh, you know, a, a notice or anything like that. But don't, well, those that have consciences. And so um, that's what I learned from one of my um, advisory board members. He was saying the conviction rates here is, is by he said, she said. And so we want to get some things that's, whether it's on video or, you know, something that was actually transcribed via, um, you know, audio sound or confession, you know, confessions go as well. And so we hope and and it's our prayer that this uh, person turns himself in. Uh, We're still looking. I'm sure the authorities are still in place. So we have to stay with them, communicating with them. That is the law enforcement authorities to be in place. But uh, we just wanted to make sure that the family knows that that's still on our radar and we're still going to communicate to the neighborhood about Derek's situation and how it still, you know, needs to have some closure to it. And we're grateful to God. You said the most important thing uh, to me as a husband, as a dad, but as a believer in Jesus Christ, you can't be a believer and not forgive and give. And you said you forgave. That takes a strong, godly woman and uh, I appreciate God for what he's put in you, that Holy Spirit of uh, that, that, that fear. And, of course, that's the reverence for God. And, uh, you know, to have your son lose his life like that, and here you are nine years later letting the whole world know that you forgive this man, that's power. That's the power of God. That's transformation. And so uh, that's the beauty of this. If there's anything beautiful in it, you just showed it, Mama Alma. And we thank you. And uh, we thank Papa Joe and we thank Brother Antoine and Arkansas Baptist College. Again, wraps its arms around the Olivier family, uh, myself included, my wife included, my family included, my son included, our son included. Of course, uh, we're still here uh, as far as God is concerned. Unless he removes us, we ain't going nowhere. So we're going to be here representing Derek. We're going to be here representing your family. We're going to be here representing the Buffalo Nation. And uh, we're going to get stronger, we're going to get better, and we're going to definitely, uh, hopefully and prayerfully, be on that same right track and getting back on that track. If we get knocked off the track, you some, sometimes we get knocked off, and I think there's a song, 
we fall down, but we get up. We fall down. I can't sing, as you yes. know, but we get up. So sometimes <laughs> you fall down, but it's not about how many times you fall down. It's about how many times you get up. So we're going to keep getting on up. up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So is there anything else that y'all want to say here to the Little Rock family, to America, about the legendary game changer, Mr. Derek Olivier, your baby boy, your son? He's working on, in the spirit, that is, 30 years. We're coming up next year this time. So definitely um, we can't embrace him now, but we're embracing what he stood for, what he did, how he helped people. You know, the love he perpetuated, uh, the grades that he earned, the awesome pictures that you have, whether it's the Dory building or the lot or his legacy here, America still keeps his light shining on these young men, even though they're no longer with us. And Derek is one of the leaders of that, if you will. And so uh, if there's anything that you want to say, Papa Joe, Mama Alma, Brother Antoine, to the community, not just here in Little Rock, but all across the country listening. It's fine. I just want to say thank you again to Arkansas Baptist. Um, We have to get a hold of our young children and preach the importance of God and the importance of each other. And I think that's a fight that we all have to get involved in. Not just Arkansas Baptist. We have to do this across the country. We have to find a way to slow down this genocide of black males killing black males for no reason. Mama Alma? Uh, Yes, I think we need to come together as a community, as black families, and get together, work with these young people, teach them about God, and let them teach their children about God. Mm -hmm. Guns are not to be used to kill innocent people i mean put the guns down let's come together as one let's start teaching the word of god to these youngsters even the gangbangers i don't care who you are it's time to put the guns down and start focusing on our kids not on each other about crazy stuff that's going on we need to teach our children about who is jesus christ Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I want to close out with these remarks. First and foremost, again, we love each and every one of you. And we're here with you holding hands, praying together, chatting and communicating. And uh, yes, after God, you know, African-American males have to be in place and take their crowns back. We have to relieve our mothers, our women. They've carried it long enough. And of course, they've done the right thing and the most educated they can do a lot of things, but they can't stop black males from killing each other. Okay, that takes these African-American males to get back in place like they were in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Okay, so again, this is Ed Davis with Keeping It 100 here at the Buffalo Radio at Arkansas Baptist College. We will see you and talk to you next Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. God bless you. Derek O. We out.
alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships when you apply. You'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. Thank you for listening to Keeping It 100 with Dory, the show designed to create positive attitudes and come up with solutions to stop the violence in the community. Join us every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. We'll see you next week.